to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, 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 everybody. It is Forbes Riley. And as you always ask that question on a Wednesday, where in the world is Forbes? Okay, so today I'm sitting in a dear friend of mine's studio in Provo, Utah. When I'm thinking about Provo, I think about the Osmonds. I grew up watching them. This is where they're from. But we have a big event live happening here, and I just flew in, and I can't wait to share this with all of you, from the set of my movie. It's a feature film called Black Creek, and we did it. I think you guys have been listening to me talk about this for almost a year, and it's done. And I cannot, you know, there's such a fun thing when you plan an event and you agonize and you worry and you stress and you plan and you create and then boom, you do it. And then you're on the other side of that. And I will tell you, that is how I teach and preach all of you about manifestation. You've got to imagine it already happening. And so in this case, the movie has, I finished, I wrapped after a beautiful 10 days there, playing the bad girl in a period Western piece. Uh, I cannot post the, the pictures from the set. I cannot wait to. My friends have seen them wearing the dress and the clothes and the attitude and the guns and the horses. But I will tell you, I think at one moment I was walking through this town and I urge you all to look at this. We shot at Mezcal Ranch in outside of Tucson, Arizona. And the ranch itself is in the middle of the desert. There's nothing around. And I guess almost 100 years ago, they built this western town and they started shooting movies in it. And it is the facade that you think you see, but it's also the real buildings. When you walk into the saloon, it is decked to the nines because this was the set for Tombstone. This was the set for Quick and the Dead. I'm standing right where Gene Hackman and Leo DiCaprio and Sharon Stone are doing their thing and shooting each other. Uh, Paul Newman and, and Steve McQueen. And you hear all of the great stories, Clint Eastwood, and the people who volunteer to keep this town alive because there's no running water there. There's no electricity there. You have to bring in all of your stuff making the movies. And it just reminded me how much one, I love the craft of movies and it's a very different adventure. But to bring it around to why this is important for you as an entrepreneur. Number one, making movies has been a passion of mine since I was starred in my very first feature film at 21. And I don't get to do it enough of it. Uh, primarily because it's controlled by an interesting group of people. And in fact, today as I'm speaking to you, the actors are still on strike against the studios for abusing them, for not only not paying them quite what they're, they're worth, but when streaming came out, all of a sudden you can watch actors do their thing and they get no money. We used to get money for a show airing and then a residual, and that's how we all made our money, especially on a commercial. You'd shoot one commercial and you could make two or $300,000 in a year because it kept running and they paid you to do that. That's not happening as much now and, and actors are up in arms and I don't blame us. I mean, I'm part of the union as well. The only reason we could shoot this movie is because we funded it ourselves. So we worked for ourselves and we did a Kickstarter and we raised a million dollars and we did what I'm going to say to everybody listening, that when you've got a big, hairy, scary dream, like creating a feature film, go for it. The worst that can happen is you fail and then you learn life lessons. The best part is that you get unbelievable stories and you get what you set out to do. And I will tell you, being on this particular set, I've done a lot of independent features, but the star of the film is a female. And she is the lead producer on this. And she's an martial arts action expert. But as a woman, she only got to a certain rank. You know, you know, Bruce Lee and you know, Jackie Chan and you know, a lot of the other male action heroes. But, and she's not Asian, but she's American and very white. You don't know her name unless you love martial arts. I've always known her name. Her name is Cynthia Rothrock. She's been a guest on this show. And I'm not only a fan of her tenaciousness, but she wrote herself a killer character and why not? Why not enjoy all of this at this point in her life? And then the best part, and then I'll stop talking about it because I could devote an entire show to how happy and excited I am. She brought on martial arts experts from around the world. So as a baby martial artist myself, I mean, I got a brown belt in Taekwondo, Aikido, Wing Chun. I've been fighting ever since I got mugged in my early 30s, uh, which is a whole nother story. But she brought on Benny the Jet, Keith Vitale, Don the Dragon Wilson, Keith Cook, uh, Richard Norton, who's a big stunt coordinator for every movie you've ever seen. They are all part of this film. 
And so it's like the expendables for martial artists set in a, in a Western. I, all I know is fun, action, people flying out of windows, people getting shot, horses, just so much freaking fun. And I, and I will tell you, if you're stuck in a very boring J-O-B, you want to create some crazy fun in your life. And this was that. And so now, now, I'm on a, now I'm on a roll. I'm on fire. Like, what? okay, what move am I going to do next? So today I'm sitting in Chris's office. If you're watching me on Facebook, you can see gold in one hand and a whole lot of cash in the other hand. What does it take to get this? Well, that's what we devote our show to. On Forbes Factor, we talk about health, wealth, and happiness. And they've got to go in hand in hand. I've had billionaire friends who've ended their life. So obviously it's not all about the money. I've got super fit friends who have no cash and are broke. And so what is the combination that allows you to live a very fulfilled, amazing life? Welcome to 2023. This is the year that AI has made itself public. It was around forever. You don't even realize how many things are AI controlled. But all of a sudden things like ChatGPT came out. And, and I'm surprised how many people don't know that, what ChatGPT is, which has now become a basic staple in my life and a plethora of others. We've had a lot of experts come on, but none like my guest today to talk about how AI is going to revolutionize, make your life easier, make it more complicated, depends on where you stand. But Jeff McPherson has been generous enough to come and join me. And so Jeff, welcome to the stage. I'm going to spotlight you. Ta-da! How's it going? Hello, hello, hello. Thank you. Everything's good. Thanks. Now you're broadcasting today from Las Vegas, correct? Correct. Yeah. In a, in a friend's studio, just like yourself. I know, right? Nice to have good friends. That's what I always say yeah. about you don't need your own boat. You need a friend with a boat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So, Jeff, I'm going to give you the stage. Tell us about you and what you're up to. Um, so, right now, um, our company is called um, xagency.ai, where we just specialize in um, helping people set up AI within their business. Our main goal with it is there's a lot of information out there, and it changes so fast. So, we've really heavily focused in the educational side and the consulting side. So, it's like we we essentially position ourselves as your chief AI officers. Now, like on a fractional um, point, there's a lot of people who have fractional CFOs, fractional CEOs, so on and so forth. So it's like just where the world is now in the AI, it's like we've now positioned not only individuals on our team, but all of the resources that come with us are all of our designers and editors, all of our developers and engineers. They become part of your chief AI officers as well. For myself, um, like AI, like you were saying, has been around for a long period of time. And this kind of comes from what you were mentioning before in your, um, you talking about just your, your feature film and stuff like that. It's like, what's just like going after something, even if you fail. One of my first companies in software, I ended up going through a legal battle with Facebook. And this was five years ago where we created the first, um, chat bot. So conversational messaging through Instagram direct messaging. We had, um, hundreds of millions of followers across the platform at the time. We were working with, um, Tony Robbins. We were working with Teddy Mellencamp, the Nelk boys, depending on how old you are. If you know who those, those guys are also, uh, also Canadians. Um, and at the time, it's just all of a sudden Facebook decided that they, they really liked what we were building and how innovate, how innovative it was. They, unfortunately for my sake, ended up taking, taking our, our idea and launching it themselves. So it kind of put us into that failure mindset as like, is as, as tough as it was at the time, it was one of the best things that happened to me because it kind of shows how much resilience you can be as an entrepreneur and that you definitely need. So we were in AI essentially for the last four or five years, and we just wanted to continue to build those resources and really help people not be so scared of what's, what is here and what's continuing to come. Well, I love what you just said, and this is a big takeaway, that the worst thing that happened, where you think you're a failure, where you think it's not going to work, turned around to let you understand your resilience. Exactly. Uh, it can't express that enough because you will hit some massive roads as an entrepreneur, as a person in life. And I think you learn more from the ones that don't work than you do, not at the moment. Going through yeah. it is absolute hell, and you're like, I cannot believe this. But it's always on the other side of that where you're like, wow, wow, I did it. Um, when I, I have a fitness company and I ran into the U.S. Customs and they weren't as nice and as helpful as you thought they were going to be. In fact, they <laughs> wanted to destroy my company. And I'm like, but why? I'm a small little company. I don't make a dent in the world and we're making a living. Why do you want to destroy me? And over a little tiny trademark thing that nobody knew was even a possibility. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do anything wrong that we knew. And we ended up having to literally hand touch 44,000 units 
and cross out something in a short period of time, unbox them, rebox them, absolute hell. We made the deadline and now I tell the story about it because going through it, I thought my, I thought my world, my head was going to pop off my shoulders, which by the way, if you were in that world, and I say this for every mom, dad, husband, wife, if you've got somebody who's going through something very stressful, we were talking about this this morning, my, my husband and I about why people commit suicide. I've recently lost a friend of mine, didn't see it coming. And I, my husband said, well, it's because maybe they're in debt. Maybe this, here's the thing, guys, when you're going through hell, here's my advice. Keep on going. There is another side, no matter what's going on. You agree? I completely agree. Just one foot in front of the other. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to uh, climb Mount Everest overnight, but as long as you just keep moving forward. Yeah. Like things, things will always come to the other side. And, and that's, I think you learn from experience. And so I, I just hope that message resonates as loud as it possibly can. I want to delve into AI. Uh, I have a teeny touch of it through ChatGPT, that being the first part that I've ever experienced. Yep. And then I follow all the guys who put out AI every day. Like I'm always on Instagram going, oh, look at this one, look at this one. It's overwhelming. Yeah. So one, I'm going to come to you as a professional, I think. But number two, give us as an entrepreneur here, what are some of the AIs that we should and could be using right now to effectively grow our business, interact better, whatever you want to talk about? I mean, so... Uh, firstly, like I just wanted to, like you're saying, there's so many different tools and like, we're the same way. It's like, we're trying to keep up with all the, all the information, all the new tools. Um, there's, there's hundreds of tools being released every single day. The big thing with a lot of these tools is which ones do you trust? Are they going to be around forever? So on and so forth. So actually my business partner, and this is how we've really kept a really good hold on the industry. He's essentially an influencer in the AI space. So he's one of those people who you would watch for new tools being released. So he has a, um, his own, his own platform where he reviews a new tool every single day. This has positioned us in a way where like, we now partner up with different AI tools and we kind of put them in our platform. So people have the ability to not have to go and find out which tools they need, um, how to set them up, how to use them. That comes with like the whole ecosystem that we've created. One of the best tools that we, we actually use and we don't have any affiliation with them, nothing at all. It's called fathom fathom.io. Um, I think it's fathom.io, but it's a recording for, um, like zoom meetings or Google meets and, um, um, uh, Microsoft teams. I don't use that one as much. So I always forget that one. So we actually use it and it's fantastic for calls is people come on your sales calls, your internal team members. And afterwards it will transcribe the whole thing. It'll summarize it. But we, what we've actually done is we take it and then we plug it into just, you can use just um, ChatGPT or there's other ones out there as well that are similar to ChatGPT. And we actually take the transcription from, let's say, a sales call and it will write a proposal for us so we don't have to do the proposal process anymore. So wow. something as simple as that has saved us hours of time. And then what we do is when we send the proposal to somebody in a sales uh, after a sales call, it's like, they understand because they can cross-reference it back from the actual live recording, the actual transcription and the summary, and then compare it to the actual proposal itself. And it's a, it's a free tool out there. So there's a lot of amazing tools out there. And that's where we really try and position ourselves in, in the industry. It's like, you don't have to spend tens of thousands of dollars on tools. It's like, there's a lot of amazing tools out there from like voice AI. We've really focused on like avatars because as you know, being, um, being on TV and getting yourself recorded all the time, it's like trying to keep up with content and stuff like that. It's there's AI avatars coming out as well, where you can get yourself recorded and now you can get into social media content. So, I mean, there's, there's a million different things that we can do. It's just, which ones does an individual or a business need at that time? And then that's where the, the hardest thing is. That's And that's where people heart struggle to keep up with. Oh, I completely agree. I, I'm enamored with all of them. And then they all want subscriptions. So all of a sudden I've got all these subscriptions of things I don't remember that I have. Let's talk about social media. I love my Facebook. I just once again got hacked out of Instagram. I cannot get back into my Instagram account. <laughs> Crazy. But let's take Facebook for the moment. Um, I don't enjoy talking to AI or knowing that it's an AI. Yep. So how do you, but I do want to respond. I've got right now a thousand people with friend requests. Is there a system where I can use that to connect to my fans, friends, and people and followers? So it sounds like me and we're actually doing business however we want to do it. What is the latest tool for that? So the big thing that for, yes, there, there's technologies out there um, 
and things that can be set up so it can sound like you, it can com- uh, converse like you. And we actually um, have developed, started developing it. It's like coach AI. So we can take you, your, like all of your, all of your courses, like all, every, all of your speaking gigs, we can transcribe it and we can put it into a centralized spot that AI runs on. And then from there, anything that we attach to it, all these additional tools, whether it's voice, whether it's just customer service, whether it's just like a chat w- widget on a website, it sounds, speaks, and talks about your um, your stuff that you've done. So we have the ability to take your brain, all of your past IP, put it in one location, and then plug in AI so we can expand it vertically. The best thing about um, this now is like, I don't know if you can speak multiple languages. If you can, great. But we can also, in real time, speak any language. Oh, my so God. So now you can start going to different countries, different cultures, all this additional stuff with the same knowledge base and IP that you've that you've already had. I think this is spectacular and crazy. Do you recommend that some? Now you're a little biased, I know, but do you think <laughs> that somebody should do it on their own to start with, uh, or just jump into an agency? So you got to be careful with a lot of agencies. I mean, there is aspects where you can do it yourself. The big thing that where the disconnect is from, like you, like you were saying, like there's a whole bunch of different tools. You don't want them all to connect in subscriptions. So what we actually do is we work. Let's say if we needed to download all of your all of your transcriptions from all of your past um, recordings and stuff like that, it's like everything, like all of your emails, and we put it into one centralized location. Call it like a database or something like that. From there, it's like you actually need to plug into the tools into that one spot. Because if you don't do that, then it's not running on your information. And that's the that's the disconnect that people, not a lot of people know right now in the AI space is because you can sign up to all of these different tools, but they're not actually built to the company's information. And it's like the more it's built on the company information, the better it's going to work across all of them, if that makes sense. It definitely does. Are you afraid yeah. of AI at all? I mean, I'm not afraid of it. Yes, there is some biased aspect to me. Um, the big thing I'm more afraid of is it is coming. It is inevitable. I more fear that people are going to become resilient to it. And then some. Uh, there's going to be a lot of successful people, a lot of great businesses, a lot of great people who are going to essentially get left behind because they've put that resilience in. It's kind of like like ignorance is bliss. Like there's just one of those things. It's like, you just, you need to jump on to what is inevitable. It's coming. There's lots of information out there. It's just a matter of jumping in. If you fail in one aspect, continue on. But that's my biggest fear is the amount of people that are going to potentially lose businesses, not have a, the same opportunities. Um, but there's a lot of pros that come with it. And I spoke about this on a national interview up in Canada is this, I believe the generations coming through school, coming out, it's like, I don't have anything on my resume. I can't go get a job. I can't go get a job. I can't go get a job. With AI, they'll be able to set up a whole business and one or two individuals could run a whole company with the expertise of people who have been doing it for 10, 15 years because AI is doing it for them. So it's more of a, like a, they're more like, um, like little agents. They're just, they're just, plug and playing people. So I think it's going to give a lot of a lot of people in the younger generations a great opportunity to get ahead in this world. That's a very interesting way to look at it. All right. So before our first break, let's just talk about some of the coolest AI tools that you have seen that have come out lately that you would recommend to my audience. So we have one, it's called Talk AI. Um, it's a fantastic one. It's voice AI. So it's a call center. It's fantastic. So you call in and it's like, you can have a conversation with it. I mean, it like if you know that it's AI, you can kind of pick and choose like we can hear it, but a regular human, it's at that point now where you don't really know. The cool thing with a lot of these um, voice AI companies, it's like, let's say you and I are having a conversation and I don't want to speak to you anymore. I want to speak to somebody above you, just like at a call center. It'll say, okay, hold on. I'll just pass you to our manager. And it's just another AI. It just so it's just trained kind of at that next level, which is which is kind of cool. Another really cool one, and it's like us being in the entrepreneur, the sales world. There's a lot of people who are probably watching who have been through sales teams and stuff like that. Right. Um, the objectives, so it actually will take a script and will uh, come up with objectives and solutions live for you on the call. So if you're training, Wait, what's you, this one called? It is. It's called Balto. 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 Writing all these down, guys, and you should. Yeah. Be too- 
Balto. Yeah. So you, you, uh, your sales team or a sales team would be using it. So if um, I'm selling you on my screen, I have a script and I'm going through it. If you ask me a question in real time, it'll help me as a salesperson come up with the answer in an objective that somebody else may not have. Now, the great thing with it is at the end of the call, it'll rank the salesperson saying, okay, I'm at an 80% of what you needed to accomplish. It passes it to your executives, your managers and stuff like that. So now we can we can compare Jeff to Suzanne. Suzanne does better because she's better at the objectives and, and kind of getting them across the line. So it, it really creates that efficiency for the whole, the whole team from management right down because management is like, How's Jeff doing to Suzanne? I have no idea. I'm just just based on sales, but right. there's actually more to it that can that can be more efficient to be able to train them in in a better capacity. Those are two of the the best ones we've seen, especially in this entrepreneur sales world. That is spectacular. What you know? It's funny. I, I'm continually marveling. And again, ChatGPT. For those of you who are watching or listening, not everyone knows what this is. And I advise you to go check it out. It is free to have jump on and ask questions and go around. And now there's some competitors like Bard and Claude and a couple of other yep. ones. I haven't explored all of those, but it never fails to blow my mind when you ask it a question or have it do something or write a poem or a rap song. And instantly, by the time you can think about it, it's done. Yeah. If you had this, and don't tell anybody, Jeff, but if you had this when you were in school, would you, <laughs> would you use it? Well, the thing is, well, definitely, because I wasn't good in school anyways, and I, I definitely cut corners when I was in high school and coming through college and stuff like that. So I most definitely would have used these sort of things to um, help myself get through. I probably would have got better grades as well. <laughs> I, I agree, I, and and I will say to anyone listening that you don't you don't want to just simply copy and paste. For those of us who are in the know, it feels like copy and paste. And isn't there an AI now that can tell if something has been written by AI? Yeah, there's a lot of the big tech companies that are putting these securities in place. I mean, they need to, and that's the security aspect, which is another thing that people aren't speaking of because something is terms of like the, you know, the recaptures when you're trying to put through your information. It's like how many buses are in the photo. Click the bus. AI is now solving those better than humans and faster. So it's a, so we're going to have to actually start creating AI to defense ourselves against AI. So I, <laughs> I personally, I'm a doom and gloomer. Isn't that crazy? I'm enjoying this. I love that I, in my lifetime, we get to experience this. Uh, just like we've experienced the only worldwide shutdown of COVID that happened. And if you look at that, that was an interesting thing to go through. And we can now... Yeah on airplanes. And as someone who just did an old West movie where there was no internet, there was no cars and thinking about it was not that long ago, the 1890s when they had nothing back then. And now we're only in the 2023s, how fast it's changing, but I'm a huge movie buff. And I watch movies like, uh, like AI, like Terminator or, uh, even for a uh, first play, real player one, it doesn't seem to end well for the humans. Yeah. And I mean, that's always, that's always one of those things in the back of your mind. I try not to think about it too much. It's like, stay ahead. Um, and if you can, if you can stay ahead, who knows, maybe you can end up with one of those robots in, in your house to protect you if, if it ever gets to that point. <laughs> and, I'm, and it sounds crazy. I really was doom and gloomer. I was watching, I was all the robots that have come out are spectacular, the way they can mm -hmm. move and talk. And then we saw all that in the movies. Uh, and then I guess they've come out with police robots to make sure those robots don't do anything wrong. And then you're like, wait a second, who's policing the police robots? Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, there, there's there's definitely there's definitely a lot and like I listened to a lot of podcasts I was listening to one um the CEO of DeepMind um I forget his I forget his name but he was on with Stephen Barlett um and he was he was talking about it actually comes down to humanity so it's like we always talk about like the the health side it's like we need to hopefully have enough good people in the world to be able to build the good things to be able to prevent the bad things. And that that's comes down to humanity because yeah, that's, that's really what it is. Well, you know, okay. So, and this is my take on this. I've been in the health and wellness space. My, most of my life, I hung out with Jack LaLanne, who was one of the greatest gurus of all time. And if you don't know Jack next year, you will, he passed away 10 years ago, but I believe Mark Wahlberg is playing him in a movie coming up. So he will have a resurgence. But when you look around, if I were AI, if I were a perfect computer, if I were this system that doesn't need to eat or sleep or do all the things that humans do or take time off, I would think that humans are inferior. Is that a 
positive or negative thing do you think? I mean, I think it could be subjective. I think it just depends on how your like where where your position is, um, how your position is. I mean, to me, it's it's a, it's a tough question for sure. I definitely think that it, it has some substance, but I definitely do believe it is a, a subjective question. It's like it, it could be to an extent. I don't I don't really know. I know. I, I don't know why I'm such a pessimist. I'm excited yeah. to get out to go through this, but I talked to somebody yesterday. I was in an airport and I had a, do you know, you have your own checkout now you have to check yeah. out your groceries. Yeah. I have a huge issue with that. You have to train grocers to do that. I don't get paid to check out my own groceries. I would like the comfort of someone doing that. That's just me. The guy says, Oh no, 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 no. I said, dude, you're, you're going to, you're replacing yourself. You won't be needed. And he said, Oh no, no, but I have to stock boxes and things. I'm thinking, let me share something with you. There's a robot out there who doesn't need to take a break after eight hours or eat or sleep or have time off and hang out with his family and go on vacation. Yeah. Well, Amazon's been stacking boxes for years with robots. <laughs> yep. Well, and that's maybe why their prices are so good, but that's also a little bit scary. All right. I, I guess I shouldn't dwell on that. I want to dwell on right now. <laughs> uh, in two minutes, we've got our first break to go talk to our sponsors. What if you were a, a small size company right now, beyond the, the, the two that you were talking about, what should you be thinking about in terms of AI? Um, for us, what we try and do from small, like we work from small small businesses all the way up into government contracts. So like in everything, everything in between, because where it is, it's like there's the productivity, there's the efficiency, there's the supply and demand. It's like, where is your pain points in your business? And then fix that first with AI it can be it could be a free tool it could be a paid tool not 100% sure and that's how we dissect it so instead of trying to replace your whole business with ai what's the what's the biggest pain point is it client onboarding is it sales is it call centers is it um like your like pos side is it financial like there there's so many different aspects to a business as we know so that's kind of how we try and break it down for people it's like where's your biggest pain point and then just just work on that just continue to educate yourself on that piece plug in some automations use some ai which is out there and you can you can ask chat gpt what they what they suggest that's the great thing about ai just like ask these platforms and then from there it's like okay we've now fixed this one now let's move on to the next but as long as you're doing something in this space small or big it's like I think that you're going to be okay and just keep doing it and trying not to listen to too much of the noise out there because they are driving the the fear into people that you're going to be replaced. You're going to be replaced. You're going to be replaced. Um, but as long as you're at least attempting to, I think that you'll be okay. I love that. All right. So we're going to go to our first commercial break. Uh, you're listening yeah. to the Forbes Factor. Uh, I'm here with Jeff McPherson. We're talking about the world of AI. We come back. Maybe we're going to focus a little bit on the creative part and how you can use it to your advantage, not only as an entrepreneur, but as, as an artist, as a student, and so many other levels. Uh, we, we are called the Forbes Factor because we focus on health, wealth and happiness. I believe in all three of them. And who knows, can AI get you there faster, more efficiently? Who knows? Let's take a, a listen to our sponsors and we'll be right back after this message. Follow Voice America at facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight-toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. 
Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now, back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Forbes Factor. I'm having the most phenomenal conversation about AI. I'm wondering if my partner who I'm talking to is real or not. He's that good. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so if you're an entrepreneur and you're not on the AI train, I do fear that you're going to be left behind. There's so many advantages to understanding. Uh, and I think what most people don't realize is you've been dealing with AI forever, right? I mean, Jeff, AI has been around forever. We just don't realize it, do we? Correct. Yeah, like it's something like your Siri on your phone, your Alexa in your kitchen, like all that's powered with AI. Yep. And But now we as consumers have a lot more access to it. Uh, I'm, do, do you like Elon Musk? Are you a fan of his? I'm a huge fan of Elon Musk, yes. Are you nervous that he's afraid that he was one of the people who helped create some of the advances? He, if, he definitely is afraid. Um, and I know we spoke about this before. He's one of the advocates of if we don't do this properly, it's like it's one of the the first industries really to come out. It's like we need to actually move slower somehow, not move faster, because if you do move too quick, it, it could turn into some sort of turmoil. What is that? I don't really know. But no, he's a big advocate of moving slower in this space because, I mean, we just don't know where it's going to go and it's just moving so fast. Well, I'll tell you, one of my personal AI platforms, one of my favorite platforms right now is Canva. Yeah. I am a, uh, I'm an armchair graphic artist. Not at all. I used to be a person. <laughs> I used to do a dabble in Photoshop when Canva first came out. I'm sorry I didn't buy stock in it because I <laughs> loved it then, but now it's got all these AI features and I'm blown away. Let's talk about the creative side of entrepreneurialism and Canva being the first one. I'd love to just ask you about and then other <laughs> platforms that you guys work with. Yeah, Canva's a great one. I, and I believe um, my business partner said they're one of the highest spending paid advertisers on like Facebook and its subsidiaries, which is which is unbelievable. Actually, when we tell people to go and look for how to create creative for your business or your service, it's like use use Canva, go to their um their Facebook profile and go to their library and see how they're writing copy and how they're actually doing creative because they're definitely one of the best and they're one of the highest spenders on the platform. Oh, that's, I didn't even know that. I just have happened. I I don't have ever seen a Canva ad, but that's interesting. You say that. Yeah, probably because you're signed up to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably. It it doesn't need to market to me. Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a great platform. So like even what we're doing to make people's lives easier is like we have our customer support agents is what we call them, which is powered by AI on our website. So we actually, so when people come through, it's like, you're asking me an objective or a problem. It's like, what do you do? How do you do it? I don't really understand stuff like that. We take that in our systems and then we put it into AI, something like Canva to create content that we can then remarket that that solution to people. So we're actually using our own AI to create content AI based on the questions people are asking us because it's an objective. If they're not asking us these questions, we need to we need to answer them somehow. So that's kind of what we're doing in in a in kind of our own flow, which has been which has been super helpful for us. Talk about AI art for a second. You know, I, I like I said, I love doing you know thumbnails and cover posts and, yeah. and banners and things. Uh, but in terms of art and like Mid Journey, Mid Journey was the first one that got my attention that allowed you to go into the world of art. What do you think about AI generated art? It's really good. Um, I think it does a lot of good jobs on like thumbnails and stuff like this, fully custom customized stuff. We how we try and explain it as well as. AI is only as good as the human that's running it. We believe AI, especially right now, is more of a co-pilot than a done-for-you type aspect. So it's like if I'm a creative genius, I know how to ask the right questions or prompt 
AI in the right way where it's going to deliver that that picture that I may not be able to do, you may not be able to do. But it can do a lot of really, really cool things in terms of like humans and like hands is a bad one for AI right now. I don't know if you've seen fingers on some AI. They're definitely a little stubby and they're, they <laughs> can, they, they may not look like a hand in all, in all aspects. Like they could be kind of molded together. So, but it's coming and it's coming fast. And that's the kind of the cool thing about AI as well is it only gets better as time goes on and it only gets cheaper, which is even better for people. You know, every time you talk about this, you talk about humans, I, I'm, I feel, you know, I remember, and again, being a doom and gloomer over here, and I'm sorry that I am, but I always thought, I, I'd love the idea that humans could get along, and they don't. Humans love to fight with each other. <laughs> I always thought the only reason that we would ever come together is because an alien would come down, and then all the humans would be together against an alien. Every time you mention the word humans, I feel that against computers. I'm like, all right, you guys, we need to band together because, and I love people who think it's not an issue. Well, no, but humans have more creativity. I got to tell you, at some point, I don't know if we're going to notice the difference. Just yeah, like in some of the, some of the content. So, like if we're recording videos for like getting videos created for clients and stuff like that, one thing that we do is like there's AI out there where we can transcribe the video, get the summaries, like like I was saying before in in the beginning. It's like we can actually take let's say 10 videos and then take the transcriptions, look at the comments and the likes and why the engagements is up and down. And then you can ask it. It's like, why did these two um, engage better than these eight? Oh, and it, wow. will, it will give you nuances of things that a human will may never even think of, which is I mean, right. so then super I think beneficial. We need to put on our little harnesses and forget my doom and gloom thing and say, all right, if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, we're going to harness the power of what we've got here. Because what you just said is amazing that it could analyze things. I mean, I'm a market research fanatic. And if you could have help doing that in your business to understand who your ideal customer is, just stop asking. You know, I want to say the biggest flaws in humans, and I, I deal with them all the time in my particular business, is confusion playing small, dealing with your parents' issue that you don't deserve it. I don't think AI has any of those interests. No. And and that's that's where we try and really push it into people's mindsets as well. It's like you still need you still need humans to run it. It's not at that point yet. It's like it's a co-pilot. It's only as good as the the team that's running it behind. It's like the more experienced they are, the better the better the outputs are going to be. But there's there's the aspect of like the anal the analyzing it like it's not emotional. It's gonna like after the sale that sales call um, thing afterwards. It's like Jeff, you suck at sales. Like fine, <laughs> like let's put let's put you in customer support. Like it's unbiased that way, and it doesn't care about your emotions. Which is, I mean, it's a really tough thing as even a business owner. It's like if I've if I'm really good friends with Suzanne and I don't really care so much about Jeff as much as you try and not add that emotion there. We're still human. Humans. And AI doesn't have that. No, it, it doesn't. But I will say that I think that's some of the things that hold us back. So if I had to clarify some steps for you guys as entrepreneurs and listeners to really master this, number one, I think this is the same in everything I teach, but to find clarity. What is it that you want? And how would you riff on that, Jeff? And that's and that's what we were we were saying right before the break. It's like, what do you want is the big thing. It's like, okay, look at your business. And I think it's actually a good time for people to relook at their business. It's like, cause a lot of times like you're too busy working in it than on it. So step back, look at it. It's like, okay, where like, here's all our departments. Here's the diff, here's the different um, channels throughout our funnel through the sales cycle, all that stuff. Where is it broken? Where can we be more productive, more efficient? Start breaking them down. It's like, okay, this one's number one. Let's just focus on that. Let's just focus on that for the time being. We'll add in the automation. We'll add in some AI. Then we'll move to number two. So I really think it's actually going to give a lot of people more clarity on their business as well, because they're going to have to take a step back to be able to move forward again. I love that. Jeff, let's talk about you personally for a second. What drives you? I mean, I love helping people. It's always just been a thing of mine. It's like my my dopamine rush every single day is like, you see the success that other people are having. And that's why I started my first software company. It's like, it's like the success of other people and seeing how happy they are using something that you've created has just always been a part of me. I come from a sporting background. I played uh, varsity hockey, typical Canadian. Uh, so I, I was fortunate enough to play right, right, right through college. Um, it's like with that team mentality, it's like, that's just how I'm built. And I want everybody else to kind of be that way is tough. I mean, as 
Not everybody's going to be that way, but that's kind of how I run. It's just like, let's just all be a team. Let's everybody just be good people and we can all have success. To me, it's like money's fantastic, but if you've got a ton of money and nobody to spend it on, what does it matter? And that's just, that's just how I've always been. And now you're living in Vegas. Why Vegas? So I'm up and down quite a bit. So I'm actually in Vancouver. Um, but come down here. I mean, the networking down here, the people down here, like we were saying with the event next week with Sean, wanted to obviously support him. Um, like a friend's house, you let me use his studio, which is great. So you get to see some good people. But I mean, Canada is home for me. So I mean, it's it's tough to really commit to to the full Canadian, I mean the US citizenship. <laughs> How do you balance your work in your home life? Uh, lack of sleep. <laughs> Married? Yeah. Nope. Nope. Got a girlfriend. Got a girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's tough, but I mean, I think if you've got the right people around you, it's easier. Um, I mean, she's great. I mean, the support that, that I've got on that aspect is, is fantastic. Um, I mean, traveling, it's like, it's just a balance is I think the, the hardest thing for a lot of entrepreneurs is on the, the health side. It's like making sure that you're, getting to the gym or some sort of exercise, you're trying to stay with some sort of meal, like you're getting out into the sun because like, I mean, we've all fell in the trap of building a business 16, 18 hours a day behind a computer. And next thing you know, it's, it's nighttime. And that, that struggle can be a lot for a lot of people. And that's one thing over the last couple of years that uh, myself and our team have been focusing on to kind of hold ourselves accountable because if one of us gets sick, then we can't continue to help the the rest of the team. Well, you know, as AI was coming in a, a year or so ago, I said, one of the things that I'm going to do at this age and this point in my career, though I will utilize it, is I'm going to double down on humanity. So I am, in fact, a health and fitness expert. And I don't know that you know about my spin gym. I have a portable fitness product that you should be doing at your desk and I'm married to a bodybuilder who's still choosing to compete. At 46, he's going to be in the Arnold at the end of March. Oh, very cool. End of February. We're all going to be cheering for him again. Uh, he's a seven-time NPC champion. If you, if you get a chance to look up Joshua Self, S-E-L-F, on Instagram, uh, I very often say to people, they're like, oh, can I see a picture of your husband? And I'm like, if you don't say wow, when I show you the picture, I'll give you 100 bucks. I've never paid anybody. <laughs> And so what's fun about him is that he's a 3D graphic artist. He also can spend a lot of time behind the computer, but he is the master. And he's taught me a lot about maintaining that physical, then yeah. being in touch with Jack LaLanne. So guys, even as all of this is happening and all of you are going down this, I can't believe in how much money I can make in connections. At the end of the day, the crazy part is you are human. And humans require love and affection and time off and sleep and personal care and hygiene and all of those things that I Cherish. They also really, really need some mental health. And one of the things that we just have to be so mindful of is how we talk to ourselves, how we see ourselves in the world, how we deal with frustration and stress. And I've learned some great lessons from my business partner, who happens to be turning 21 in four weeks. She's the CEO of my company and my daughter. And what and she travels around the world with her computer to surf. She runs a very efficient company, but at some point she's on a surfboard and you're not talking to her. And I thought, you know, I'm enamored with how balanced she is because I don't necessarily have that same thing. I'm on a project. I'm so, I'm like so focused. I, like you said, it's Tuesday again. <laughs> where, where, yeah. where did the week go? Yeah. So uh, I'm watching how a generation is saying, I, mom, I appreciate that you work that hard, but I have a life to live. Yep. Man, that was a little bit of a slap in the face for me to go, huh? I hadn't really thought about it like that. But which I think with AI and like what we've been talking about, it can give people that back, which is which is really important. I mean, it's it's built in us. We're always gonna be workers and we wanna hustle and, and that's what it is. And it's gonna be more of a transition. But even like on the health health side that we were talking about and her having that balance, is like there's a lot of people who work out and they um, work out their bodies and stuff like that. But I like, I'm a big advocate of mental health and, and it's like, it's in our family. It's like there there's been past and stuff like that. It's like, there's not enough people who work out their mind, which is the most important piece, I believe, because the rest of it can fall into place. If you're talking to yourself nicely, it's like, if you need somebody else, some it's like you need to go to a therapist, whatever that may be for yourself. But I think there's none, a lot more people need to start focusing on working on their mind as well. Well, that is one of the things that I personally do. I do a breakthrough training. I do one of them every month 
because I have been access to some beautiful healing, uh, whether it's being a massage therapist many years ago or being an actress and having an intense insight into the psychology of humans and then being a, a hypnotist practitioner and NLP, just love the science of the mind, which is why when you talk about AI, how the two sciences, you know, because we don't understand our brain either. In yeah. fact, I talk about our brain is the only organ to name itself. Like, oh, well, that's kind of an interesting thing. Your brain is definitely AI for your body because it moves things. And you have no idea how it does that or processes or remembers. And if I asked you how, you'd go, I have no idea how to remember something. How is it I could memorize something or play the piano? Or, Guys, the brain is amazing. The fact that we've made an AI version of it, it blows my mind to no end. It makes me so excited. So that's one of the things that I love to do. Are you holding any kind of workshops or education so that we as humans even know what questions to ask about AI? So we're and so, and this is the big thing, and this is something that like even for yourself is really cool. Is like we're turning all of our sales calls, all of like the, these transcriptions, everything, and all the time that we believe that we're educating is like we're actually building our own AI coach. So at, at any time, people can come to our website or our portal and ask it questions, whether it's on the development side, whether it's on the creative side, whether it's on the sales side, and they can have access to essentially us at 24, uh, 24 seven. We are building out um, like a group program where it's like a lot of our clients, because again, we need to continue to educate the new tools and stuff that are going on, but we don't want to just educate on the macro of AI. It's like, just what's specific for your business? How can, how can that help? And the reason why, and that's how we continue to grow because it can become overwhelming and we don't want to overwhelm the people that are there. Like I was saying, my business partner, um, his TikTok, Instagram, stuff like that, Matt Farmer AI, it's like he he releases a new tool every single day. And like these are some of the best tools. And the, some of these are our partners as well, where like, again, the, 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 you have access to these resources. But the big thing is, which ones do you have access to? I mean, it's like we take a lot of calls with people and we're, we're happy to help. Um, but I mean, it's just a matter of people coming across the line. It's like, do they need AI? Now, I have not asked you what your website's called. So it's simple, xagency.ai. Xagency.ai. Yeah, we're, 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 we're super fortunate. I mean, like, obviously, Twitter changed to X. Like that, that was very recent. We yeah. had the we had the domain and the brand before it was even before it even switched over. So I mean, the value of our our brand definitely definitely kind of grew, which is fantastic. But yeah, no xagency.ai, and it's like it people works. can come in, book a free call, and we're we're happy to kind of point you in the in the rec- direction of your business. Hey guys, we have a very special guest in studio. He just walked in. Would you come here for a second? My husband, Joshua Self, just happened to pop in. And Jeff, I just want you to meet him and say hi, because I think we're going to have to integrate some AI into his world. Um, do you want to say hello? Hey, how are you doing? Wow. So, <laughs> can you see that just from the shirt? Yeah, take yeah. the jacket off for a second. The shirt, well, just take the jacket off, not your shirt. Just pull that in one space. This shirt really, it's a little bit, let's see what you... Mr. Avenger has shown up. Looks a little bit like a super. <laughs> it's not one of those Halloween costumes. Those really are his arms. Um, so, right. I didn't, <laughs> Did I, didn't, you, I didn't get the same introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just like lean forward? Right. So, so, so well, you know, if you're listening on radio, you have no idea what Jeff and I are looking at. Uh, Go to, sorry, you can find us at Forbes Riley Podcast, but if you want to see the visual of this, you want to go over to Facebook and check out the recording. Um, I want to, are you big on AI right now? You, and you haven't listened to this at all, so you have no idea. Jeff is a master at AI. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I know you can use it for a lot of good things um, if you put your mind into it. So you have to want to learn in order to be able to learn how to use it. So, But do I any of it? No, not really. Which is interesting for me because as a fitness expert, also a 3D graphic artist, um, Jeff, what would you recommend that he delves into in the world of AI? Um, well, I mean, the graphic artist and the fitness is two different things. So it's like we're actually working with some fitness people to take like their trainings, like their fitness programs from past clients and stuff like that, and putting it into, like I was telling you, uh, a centralized location where people can have kind of 24 hours access to other programs that were out there and ask you questions based on the whole thing. For you, it could actually turn into some sort of funnel where it's like, okay, I've asked you some questions, now book a call, which um, AI can essentially send somebody to a location, purchase a product, 
um, again, book a call, whatever that may be. So you can essentially take past information that you've worked with clients, put it into AI and turn it into a 24-7 agent that can now book you more calls, get you more clients and help you expand your knowledge base as well. Yeah. I also know that I could use AI for mail scripting because um, I'm also a 3D graphic artist that would, uses Maya and there's a lot of um, script writing involved mm-hmm. for very complex visualization projects. So I know you can use that to help um, if you don't want because I don't want to learn about scripting <laughs> or, or any other no, type of for sure. And we were like we were saying before, it's like AI right now is only as good as the human that's kind of giving it that scripting and the prompting and stuff like that. It's like it's a co-pilot to your business. And like I'm not I'm not a very good graphic artist, if one at all. So it's like your outputs in AI are likely going to be a lot better than mine unless I just spend more time working in the AI space. But no, it's a huge enhancement. It's more efficient. It's going to be more productive. You're going to be able to um, output more more products, more more visuals. It just provides you that benefit. I do have one question for you, though. Say um, you use AI to generate a image of something. And say it's a turtle with a, you know, a some type of costume. It's, it's on any it. kind of image that you yeah, want. Yeah, but can you do you own it? But no. My question is, can you can it create the same image but in multiple um, like poses and like kind of like a cartoon? So here's a crazy thing. I've got one minute to the end of my show. Oh, okay. Well, so I'm going to hook up. No, no, no. This is a great question. I'm sure that you all have a lot of great questions. I'm going to hook you up with Jeff so you can ask that question. He's got an agency called xagency.ai. Jeff, you got 30 seconds. What do you want to say to the world? Love your um, try not to try not to overthink it in the AI space. It's like just like a break your business down, open it back up. It's like where can you be more productive, more efficient? Try not to become overwhelmed by the situation. And then yeah, if you need any help, we're we're happy to help you out in, in any capacity, no matter what size business it is. I want to give a big shout out to Sean Kelly and all of his crew and how we connected and to you and your family. I will definitely be talking to you off camera and everybody watching, let me tell you, or listening uh, every week for the last 10 years, we have brought you new cutting edge information, insight into just how to live your life better, health, wealth, and happiness right here on the Forbes Factor. My name is Dr. Forbes Riley, and I will see you again next week and be safe, be happy, and I can't wait to see you again. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you again soon.